0: Welcome to the Surrey Business Expo podcast, helping you to grow your business and expand your network. Each week, we'll be featuring a special guest, maybe even one of our upcoming exhibitors, and talking about business in Surrey and beyond. Now, here is your host, Jonathan Bird. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Surrey Business Expo podcast. Today, I'm joined by Neil from Outsideology, who has a very, very big story to tell. And I've got a feeling with everything that's been going on and all the homework and we've been doing, this is probably going to be one of our, our most well-received podcasts. Neil, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm
1: oh, very well, thanks. Nice to speak to you, Jonathan.
0: And you, and you. So tell us a little bit about Outsideology.
1: Well, Outsideology started actually about 10 years ago as a weird offshoot Uh, to uh, my business at the time, which was actually an astronomy shop based on Dorking High Street. Um, We were selling telescopes and a chap came in one day and asked if we could recommend someone to build an observatory for his telescope. Um, We didn't know of anyone that we could recommend. So uh, as it happened, I knew a couple of joiners that were out of work at the time. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll design it and they can build it and we'll go from there. Uh, And since then, We've built about 45 astronomical observatories of all different shapes and sizes. Uh, and outside ology sort of came to be in about 2015 uh, when we decided that it was time to go a little bit beyond observatories uh, and diversify slightly. Uh, and that was when we started building uh, quite specialist garden rooms.
0: I've got to, I've got to say, um, just because as you said that, and and telescopes, and um, so I'm, I'm a bit of a stargazer. I have to say, um, I'm a massive sci-fi fan. Don't ask, we'll be here all day. But uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine's parents bought a house in Lancaster um, when they moved, and they had an observatory in in the, uh, an old one that was it was it needed a lot of work. But I have to say, what a magical
1: room! Such a
0: such a they, such a cool idea, really, isn't it?
1: Oh, it is. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. And actually, what always surprises us about our observatory clients is that they tell us once they've got this thing, they use it all the time. Every clear night they get, they're out there the roofs rolled back the telescopes pointed at the sky it just takes all the hassle out of the hobby uh, and makes it just pure pleasure just to be able to stargaze pretty much whenever you want so we're always stunned by how much they get used
0: I think, guys, when when we when we all come to ordering one of these, and Neil convinces us at the end of this podcast that this is the best thing since sliced bread, don't forget to order a jacuzzi with it. That's what I'm <laughs> going to say because I think that's that's the design thing waiting to happen—a jacuzzi observatory. That could that could be good fun. Uh, um, so
1: uh, I might have to give you permission <laughs> for that one. <laughs> so I think I
0: think there's um, I think there's I mean it's it's wonderful, isn't it? Because in, in this in this kind of new time. Um, obviously, something like an observatory, I guess, you know, is definitely a luxury and an add-on to a house. But I guess if you look at the kind of the garden home, the garden house rooms, um, that that, are, that that must be, you know, that must be expanding quite rapidly because of COVID, I imagine.
1: Yeah, in fact, we're seeing expansion on both sides, strangely enough. Uh, people have really picked up on their hobbies while they've been locked into their homes. Mm. Uh, so from that point of view, um, COVID has, has made everything go mad for us. Uh, But yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, garden offices are uh, really uh, something that everybody's thinking about at the moment. And it's just because I mean, you've been in the Zoom sessions where you see people sitting in their kitchens, you know, even BBC news correspondents are are broadcasting from their kitchens at the moment. Uh, And if you've ever worked in a kitchen, it's actually not a very comfortable place to sit most of the time. The seats tend to be the dining chairs or stools. The surroundings are generally hard edged. You know, it's just not particularly pleasant or comfortable and and plus you've got the family walking through making themselves cups of tea so a lot of our clients are just getting to the point where they think you know what I need a dedicated space that's away from the rest of the house and the hubbub of home uh, and just somewhere that I can sit and be creative and and have my own my own space and so yeah I mean we've had we've had the pleasure of building some beautiful garden offices recently uh, for people who are in just that position.
0: I have to say, um, uh, with my other hat on, with my delivered social hat on, um, and if any of the delivered social team are listening, don't get any ideas, guys. I'm just putting this on now, but there's definitely this this aspect where you know home working is is obviously going to continue. It's going it, to it you know it's here to stay, and I imagine that most people will you know most companies will have people in for a couple of days, and they'll be at home for a couple of days, etc. etc. I can I can kind of see this 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 uh, you know this change being quite a big thing and actually for some big companies and uh, you know uh, uh, I guess a top tip for some big companies out there right now you know maybe this is part of a a package for staff actually in some ways because one of the things I find um, I find hard but I I guess I'm lucky because I have an office but is this whole kind of actually you know getting up and walking away from my desk and leaving work now I think as business owners we're not very good at that anyway but I know my staff you know right now they've got monitors in their sitting rooms Um, So even when they're sat down for their evenings, actually what's happening is that, you know, all they're doing is staring at their emails pinging. (laughs) <laughs> um and, and that you know and that's not a great place to work is it
1: no no you're absolutely right I mean I'm I'm actually one of the worst at this I really am I mean I never switch off um and I've had my office in the dining room I've had it in a bedroom I've had it in the lounge um all through the years and now I have a little garden office of my own in the garden uh built the same way that we build ones for our clients of course um and oh what an absolute difference it makes just being able to at the end of the day, just turn off the lights, turn off the monitors, close down the computer, uh, lock up and walk away. It's quite like being able to drive home from work. You know, at that point, you come into the house, your shoulders drop, you're ready to have a beer and sit down and relax. (laughs) It is, it's a different way of doing things. And if, imagine if, Instead of that, you're clearing up your computer and your files from the kitchen table and they're going straight into making dinner. You know, you, you just you're not switching off in the same way. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's wonderful to have that separation.
0: What's the what's the things people need to consider when they're looking at one of these um, these structures? What What's the kind of the, the if you like the FAQs, what do people normally ask?
1: Well, uh, there are a few things people are, are concerned about when, they, uh, when they're looking at this sort of thing. Uh, one is uh, planning, of course, because our country is particularly hot uh, on making sure that uh, we don't build anything we're not allowed to build. Um, so the question is often, uh, what can I build? What are the limits on scale and size? And the answers to that are, well, not as stringent as you might think. We have a height limit in this country um, of four metres. For a pitched roof or three meters for any other kind of roof or two and a half meters if you're within a couple of meters of the boundary so your fence line um if you're closer than two meters to the fence line you've got to keep it under two and a half meters height um, in terms of floor space, though, there's really no limit in planning law at all, uh, as long as it doesn't cover more than half of your entire outside area of your house. So that's your front garden and back garden combined, uh, which for most people is way bigger than they'd want their garden office to be. Uh, however, there is a limit in the building regulations exemption for garden buildings. So a garden building, like a shed, you can put up pretty much without any any need to involve building control officer or building regulations, Uh, but of course, It has to be safe. And one of the constraints to that is that, again, if you're building near the boundary, the building has to be built of what's called substantially non-combustible materials. In other words, it's not going to catch fire. And that, of course, is to protect your neighbour's properties as much as to protect yours from your neighbours. So once those constraints are satisfied, uh, as long as the building's under about 30 square metres, it doesn't have to go through building regs. uh, And therefore, it's easy to put something up that's that's quite... uh, quite solid and and, and lovely uh, and meets those requirements as long as you know what you're doing and you're using the right materials. Uh, The other thing people frequently ask us about is, how comfortable is this going to be in the winter and the summer? Because of course, if you've ever sat in your garden shed in the middle of winter, you'd have frozen to an ice cube. If you've ever sat in your garden shed in the middle of summer, you'll realize it's more like a sauna than somewhere you'd want to do your work. Uh, And that's of course, because your garden shed isn't insulated. Uh, So that's a big question people have. And we respond to that by saying, well, our, our garden offices are generally insulated better than most houses built before 2010. Um, And as well as houses built since. Uh, So actually, there's a few benefits to that. Obviously, first of all, it stays warm in the winter and cool in the summer. Uh, Second, it costs very little to heat. Uh, And that's absolutely imperative because you don't want to build something that costs you an absolute fortune to run. I mean, how long do one of these things take to actually get going from, you know,
0: from concept to I'm walking in and living in my new home office? (laughs)
1: Um, It does vary, of course, and it often varies with the client and their own priorities. Uh, But actually, you know, we build uh, one of these things in about three to four weeks uh, at at your premises. Uh, So quite a lot of the build work is done off site in our own workshops, Uh, but then uh, it'll it'll be built on your premises in, in three to four weeks. Uh, and there's about a two week lead in before that for just finalizing the design and making sure we're aware of where you want things and everything else. Uh, there have been a few challenges lately uh, with, the, with the whole COVID thing um, in terms of getting certain materials. For example, uh, for about three or four months uh, last year, there was a, a total lack of plaster anywhere. Uh, but actually, we managed to get around. It. it didn't slow us down too much. We had a bit of plaster in stock that we were able to use um, and we were able to get a bit more here and there. Uh, and it was enough to keep us going. So, you know, we, we've sort of got through all of those challenges and we're being able to deliver these things pretty quickly. So you're probably looking at about six weeks all in, uh, unless we've got something else in the diary ahead of you, of course. <laughs>
0: I, I mean, it, 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 it's one of those things that actually, I imagine most customers, you know, with COVID and whatnot, have probably been. In fact, I, you know, from our point of view, you know, every client that, that's running into difficulty with COVID has been really, really good because I think I think there's a almost a unilateral kind of universal understanding of hey, it's COVID. There's not a lot anyone can do, really, isn't there? So I mean, <laughs> it's it's one of those challenges. Um, so I, I can only imagine there's some really cool ones of these that have been put up, um, without obviously giving us any information to uh to tell us whose it is. Which one or what feature was your favourite thing that you've seen put in one of these?
1: Oh, uh, that's a really good question. Uh, I mean, my favourite building, I think, so far has been the uh, one we call the Pool House. Uh, now, this is based up in a sort of rygate Banstead area and um and that is uh, it is literally what it sounds like so it's next to a swimming pool um it's actually you know partly there to house the pool equipment of course that keeps the pool running and fresh and warm uh, but it's also uh, just a beautiful little outdoor space that people can use to change in or or, or whatever else it's set up mostly actually as a gym for its owner um, and so we put some big, gorgeous mirrors on the wall, back lit with LED lighting, um, you know, and, and it is just absolutely beautiful. We were really given free reign there to, to do something stunning and uh, and we took that opportunity and did. Uh, so that's probably my favourite building, uh, but we've got other buildings that have little uh, tool sheds built into them. Um, we've got one which we built at the end of last year with a huge set of bifold doors across the front, uh, which just magnificent. And the whole thing basically opens up to outdoors and becomes like a covered outdoor space when it's uh, when it's all open so that's just you know fantastic for the owners uh, they use it as a home cinema uh, which is a wonderful thing to use a garden room for and just imagine you can just disappear out to your own cinema whenever you want
0: it sounds i mean it
1: sounds absolutely
0: amazing doesn't it so neil you're obviously exhibiting at the sarah business expo show this year what stand are
1: you uh, do you know what? I'm afraid I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you're the first one I'm who doesn't stupid, know. super oh. uh, in the dark on this. I have no <laughs> idea, but we're there. And I promise you it's a prominent stand because I'm always one of the first to book the Surrey Business Expo. <laughs> it, it's a fantastic show for us. It really is. We, we do. Uh, we speak to so many people down there. We've had loads of business from it um so so we're always there Uh, booked early prominent position you'll find us
0: (laughs) so if people want to learn a little bit more about you before the show um how can they get in touch how can they find out some more
1: uh, well we have a dedicated website that's for our garden buildings brand uh, and it's called canny House Canny is spelled kANI. Uh, the website is canny.house it's that simple. Uh, so just go to go to your browser type in canny.house and uh, and you'll see some of the beautiful things we've created uh, and as we create more they, they get added on there as well. So uh, that, that's a great way to find out what we do. And there are links there to our main uh, company website, outsideology.com, as well, which is where you'll see if you're interested in uh, astronomical observatories and some of the other cool things that we've done, uh, they're all on there too. Uh,
0: One of the other final questions I've got for you, because I'm asking everyone this, is um, what freebie do you love when you go to a show? What are you (laughs) on the hunt for?
1: Mugs. (laughs) Mugs. (laughs) Mugs. I have two teenage daughters. Uh and, uh and and a clumsy wife uh, we get through mugs so fast uh, so my challenge is to pick up the best mugs i can find at the show uh and bring them home and hopefully they last us another year before the next show
0: <laughs> neil thank you very much for appearing on the podcast it's been an absolute pleasure you have a fantastic day
1: you too nice to speak to you Bye right now take care
0: Thank you for listening to the Surrey Business Expo podcast. Don't forget to check out our website, surreybusinessexpo.com and register
1: today for one of our upcoming shows, seminars or networking events.